0: Um, I invite you all to stand. We'll start with a little bit of moving our bodies, recognizing it's the second day after lunch, and probably brightness isn't the most common characteristic in the room, um, is my guess. And with these standing periods, unless, unless you've written us a note or have a particular physical issue that you're working with, we really encourage these standing periods um, as a, it kind of has its own kind of rigor, Um, the mind finds it hard to escape in these ones. So let's start with moving. Let the knees be soft and bouncing a little bit. I'm not sure how this is going to work with my mic. It's just long enough for someone of my height to stand here like this. So be as rigorous or as gentle as you like to really rouse the energy after lunch today. Is going to be better. Okay, let the breath move freely. Let the jaw be soft. Let the shoulders move up and down. You know, most of us carry a lot of tension in our bodies. Hear me okay? the so shaking the hips, shaking the shoulders. And let the breath move freely here. Breathing in through the nostrils. And making little fists at the groin, waking up the groin and hips area. You can be gentle if you need, rigorous, if you need, vigorous. Okay, shaking hips. Okay, if you can balance, if you can't use the wall but shaking a leg, you can work on balance if that's, okay, shaking a leg. Balancing on the other foot and shaking a leg okay tapping the heels the balls of the feet stay tapping the heels and imagining that the old information can come down the back of the skull just imagining like water flowing down down the back of the spine to the sacrum down to the heels, and let it drop into the earth. So, opening up the back line of the body. Okay, shaking hands. Okay, tapping the skull in case you're sleepy, and even if you're not, tapping the skull, waking it up. Again, you can be rigorous, vigorous, or gentle. Temples, Back of the skull, <coughs> Forehead. Open the eyes. Collar, uh, not collarbones, what are they called? Cheekbones. <laughs> Cheeks, jaw. Breastbone, bone that bone down the center here waking it up welcoming it to the meditation oh. and wherever it feels good see where in your body might like it right now maybe it's under the armpit <laughs> Right palm, left shoulder, waking it up, down the arm, left palm, right shoulder. those rubber gloves on that you do the dishes with. Let's see if you can shake them off. <sighs> okay, <and tapping. sighs> <What is sound? laughs> so we're gonna make some sounds from the belly several functions. One is to rouse energy, one is to bring our awareness into this area of the belly. Okay? So stay sensitive to your own body, and you might want to have a louder sound, you might want a more quiet one. Be respectful of where you are with your belly. So breathing in through the nostrils the belly and with the belly with a (laughs) raw center, imagining that your awareness could start to, you can play with this idea, be 360, 360 degrees, not just focused in a specific spot. Play with that idea around the hips as if the sound could radiate out 360. Just an idea. Play with it. Breathing in. Uh, in principle play (coughs) play with the sound in relationship with your chest and imagining the radiance of the sound could if not today at one time be able to radiate in all directions so remember the behind you as much as the in front of you we often get more preoccupied with what's in the visual field a possibility of three sixty. So it can be any sound, but I'm gonna offer a an R. Ah, not a ra, but an R. Ah. Ah. But whatever's a good sound for your chest. So breathing in. Let the ribs resound like you're an instrument. <coughs> breathing in. Remember the behind. You didn't this time. Remember behind, breathing in. as, as you like. In case you're sleepy, and even if you're not, for those of us who are, a sound from more up in the head doesn't usually sound so attractive. Um, But if you want to join in opening up the eyes, the ocular center, the head with a... to the Buddha and the era and the time that he lived in. Many things we could say about it, but it's very, very possible that his whole sense of the body would be very different than a modern conception of the body and a modern way of inhabiting the body, not that the, that we all do it one way. And by that I mean typically and our ancestors to those who, and maybe you, I don't know, those of us who live very close to the land and the earth typically as he would have done, typically um, in a pre-literate or a pre-reading culture, less of this focusing in on the written word, on the screen, on the eyes as the main center of knowing. So very lightly, very lightly, the sense of mindfulness of the whole body would more naturally inhabit this 360 sense of this whole arena. And then the focalizing, which we can do, would come for when it's needed. (coughs) When it's needed, when you've got to check out where the tiger is, right, and keep away. You know, focalizing when we really need it for that alert, sharp intention. I'm going to guide us into a practice today to train the attention, um, to loosen up any habits that at least I know I have had and many students have, where attention by default will focus in. Focusing is good, it's a skill. Can you hear okay, Tosca? Thanks. Yeah, so training the attention today with this 360 possibility, not making it better, but training the attention so that it becomes more agile, more lithe, more malleable. That we aren't just um, by habit going into focusing, right? We can choose focusing voluntarily but that we don't automatically just narrow there uh, by default, which is what um, uh, a a modern trained attention typically does, partly because of the, the sort of reading paradigm. It joins us into that very, very focused way of knowing. Okay, so just last piece standing, and then we'll come to sit. So, you will have a simple task in this meditation and it will be that when you notice your attention has narrowed, when you notice that your attention has started to focus in, that you stretch open that aperture of attention to include the whole body and the space around the body. And I'll tell you how we we'll do that. Very often in Buddhist practice, um, you will receive practices that do focus and they're great. That's wonderful, right? That's one mode of attention. In other Buddhist practices, you will also have practices that open to a wide and vast awareness, right? Probably many of you know these different ones. Today, for this practice, we're going to come to a middle aperture that's neither really close in nor really, really wide and vast. So let's start by drawing with your hands this area of your body and the space around the body. So we can use the hands, let's start by gathering in. And you may or may not be sensitive to the energetic body yet, it doesn't matter, but imagine that your fingers are like rakes, garden rakes, raking in your attention, drawing it down from the sky to an arena that's like an egg shape around you, that that will be a loose and elastic boundary, drawing it in from the left and the right. (coughs) Take your time for this. From in front, gather in. From behind, Gather in, and from below as if from deep inside the earth, gather up to the space just underneath your feet and imagine this middle aperture like an egg shape around your body And just spend another minute with that, letting the hands lead. Letting the intelligence of your hands, as if you were to play with the idea of granting them intelligence. And you might notice the effect of drawing in, not too close in, not too wide and vast. And don't forget your back. And if it's helpful, you can have the hands at some distance from the body holding and supporting that shape and imagine, if you will, that your body is allowed to breathe whatever breath they, she, he would like to breathe from here. And wait for that breath. Asking the body, what kind of breath would you like to breathe right now? and waiting for the response. The body isn't going to respond with a thesis. They will respond by showing you their breath. So your art is to listen and sense and pause. What kind of breath would your body like to breathe? Right now. And as you sense the breath, Notice if your attention starts to narrow, or shrink, or collapse, around the breath. And see if you can stretch it back open again, widen the eyes, soften the gaze, use the hands, widen back open again to this middle aperture. We're training attention. We don't want attention only to have one tool. Stretch it back open to this middle aperture. The idea, you can use the idea and the image of the body. And the sense, can you sense your uprightness, the tone, the quality of your mind when you're upright, maybe the vibration, the hum, the field of your body, your own living presence, And don't worry if this isn't clear yet. It's a training. We can be mindful of very um, dense kinds of sensation, hot, cold, sharp, firm, solid. And we can let the mindfulness train in a whole spectrum to more subtle sensation. And we want all of that. And if you start to space out and get vague breathe up from the ground, feel your feet, feel the firmness, feel your uprightness. And when your attention narrows around the breath, stretch the attention open again to this middle aperture. and don't forget behind you. When the mind is in afflictive emotion, boredom, aversion, You know how they go. Desire for something else. You will notice also the attention will have shrunk. When you're lost in your mind, by definition, the attention will have shrunk. Widen, open the eyes. Let your whole body breathe. Use the idea of the whole body the middle aperture, a breath, dare, dare to stretch open the attention, not too wide, not too close, play, play with this even if it makes no sense yet, it will. Use your hands. Remember your agreement. If you have in, if you have taken up my offer, the agreement. When attention narrows and shrinks by default, often with the eyes. Often collapsing around a thought, we don't even know we're doing it open, stretch open the attention. When you get bored and the mind says when's it going to be over? When we get very preoccupied with time check out what's happening with your attention. I bet it will have narrowed and shrunk, collapsed and then self, in time, becomes the story. So if you would like to sit do if you'd like to continue standing, please do, and I'll continue the guidance. So as you take your seat, open your attention again to include the space behind and this whole middle aperture, even if it's just an idea at this point. Use the hands at any point. It's not cheating. It's wise. you are not necessarily more advanced if you don't use your hands. Sometimes we think that with children, as they're able to abstract things, we think they've developed more, and they have on a certain level. And then the object for attention here is not one very fine thing. The object for attention is the whole space. What would it be like to fill this whole space with your attention? And the breathing can support this. So let your body breathe. You may notice the breath without shrinking around the breath, right? You can have the background, the whole sense of the field of the body and the breath can be known and really support your attention. See what it's like to have a body breathing, to receive your body breathing, to tend to this body breathing, to care for this breathing body. And when attention shrinks, collapses, stretch that open. And see what kind of natural breath your body would like to breathe. Don't worry if you, your attention collapses 20, 30, 40 times. It very likely will. That which sees the collapse is not collapsed. That which senses a narrowing is not narrow. When you're lost in thinking, check out what's happening with your attention. It's very interesting. Sometimes it's like attention parks, like in a parking lot, in a little space. If you can back out of that little parking space, Let your body breathe, widen. And for the last minute of the practice, even if you never practice like this again, what would it be to stretch your attention, to include the, the whole body and a little bit bigger than the whole body? and even entertain that possibility just for one more minute in your life. Let's end this practice period. I invite you to ask your body, what kind of breath would you like to breathe now, dear body? And pause. And wait and listen. Until they show you. kind of breath that they would like to breathe. May may <clears throat> may we each learn to <clears throat> meet our own body with a deepening respect. May we meet ourselves with uprightness. May we meet ourselves with gentleness. To be clear, this is one mode of attention that I offer for this practice, and there's a lot that can be explored there. Please pick it up again if you feel there's more there for you to explore. But it's one mode of many. So, at the end of the next sitting Bo will come and say a little bit about the mindful movement practice. And then if you wish to um, join in with that, please please do. We really encourage it at the 415 practice. And if you're not going to attend to that, you might be um, working with your own movement practice. Or you might want to sit and walk. The hall will be free for you to come sit and walk. Uh, not walk, but sit. And you can also do walking practice. Um,